Hey, are we back online? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're just going to retake everything. So welcome, everyone, to the newest and newest gaming podcast on that. I'm your host, Philip Carlisle, and joining me, my two co-hosts at the round table, Sergio and Ronnie 503 And you are tuned in to the Sunday All Things Gaming. Yeah, but so we got a lot to talk about, so we're going to get right to it. So, Sergio, uh, apparently there is uh, some new features on Xbox. Tell me about it. What's going on there? So, there's a couple new things coming out that are being rolled out. I think with the November update that's coming out, where they are integration with Mixer is one of the big ones. So, instead of it being two apps, it's actually going to be integrated into the Xbox dashboard. Uh-huh. A cleaner um, and kind of makes Xbox more of a mixer than Twitch community. I have Twitch Prime, so I'm going to keep it because it comes with my Amazon subscription. But um, it's supposed to be a more fluid experience for those that do use the app. So that's uh-huh. one of the ones. But the biggest one that really caught my attention was the load times. Um, so what they're trying to do is minimize your downtime when it comes to updating your video games, especially those that you haven't played in a while. So as long as they're fully downloaded on your console, um, you'll be able, well, you'll be able, your Xbox will do background updates. So as long as you have those enabled, you know, if your Xbox is asleep or, uh, or whatever, it'll download in the background. So you don't have to worry about those. Um, and then they have a four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. well, we can do that now, but it's, like, not for updates. It's, like, if I buy a game, it'll download, right? But um, mm-hmm. it doesn't do any updates. It just downloads the base game. So even when, I, when I've when i been um, playing Gears 4, I, did, I bought the Ultimate Edition, and um, I still had to do a couple updates since it turned on my Xbox. So, um and then the other features are kind of minor, but those are the two big ones. Uh, they have a wish list feature coming out, which means um, um, they'll notify you if there are any sales on Xbox games that you want, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, that's really what's going on with Xbox right now. Just um, nothing spectacular, but I think overall it just helps the you know, community. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to jump in on this one. So, yeah, it seems like um some pretty good features um, that, they're, that they're showing us, a little showcase of it. And, it, and we got to keep in mind, guys, that's not even all that's actually um, going to be coming on these systems. Uh, it's just a couple things they want to kind of show off. So I think it's pretty cool. And plus, everyone loves when it comes to faster loading times, when it comes to downloading a new a new game on your system. I mean, I'm telling you, man, that's that. I think that's one of the biggest things that people are upset, especially when they a new game comes out and you're like, oh, okay, and I gotta wait for the, the whole base thing to download. And also, um, you know, you're like, okay, I gotta get these updates downloaded. It's gonna take me at least about three hours or something like that. So it's like, it's like, oh, I'm ready to play the game now. Instead of waiting this long, so I think that's a really good uh, move. I think I remember when um, uh, the Mark Cerny was talking about the um, the PS5 and the faster loading times and stuff like that. Uh, I 
think that'll I think that'll probably be implemented into the PS um five as well. And it it definitely helps. What you think what you think, uh Ronan? Yeah, dude, anytime they come out some kind of quality of life update, it's always a good thing. Especially, you know, now that as soon as you a game comes out and you buy it and somehow for like the next four or five days, every time you go to sign in, it's got like three or four patches that show up and come out at varying sizes. And it's like, all right, well, ready to get started where I left off yesterday. Hold on. Well, okay, maybe in about 30 minutes. <laughs> Fact. So any kind of thing, you know, just, you know, just, I just love the background stuff, dude. It's, I love it when my PS4 does it and it's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't have to do anything. I showed up. Especially like when D2 comes out with updates or something like that. It's like, but it's kind of hit or miss on here because it'll do like, sometimes I'll get home and it'll be like a big like hot fix or whatever. And it'll go ahead and already be on there and ready to go. And other times I come in and I got to do it manually. And I'm like, um, yeah, you're right. I didn't change any settings. You know what I'm saying? Does it do that to you too? Yep. I'm just like, some, sometimes it's good to go. And other times it's like, okay, push the, push the. Should I say cross button or should I just go ahead and say X button like a proper? <laughs> oh, that's right. They they finally labeled the button, didn't they? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, the cross uh-huh. button. I call it the action button. Right. It's just exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'm like, okay, on any of the systems where it, whether it's A or whether it's X or whether it's what it's a B on Nintendo because Nintendo's got to be backwards. But it's like. You know, I'm I'm like okay, it's a it's a cross. It's not a cross. It's an X. Facts. I, I see this an X. But okay, so we do got a um, I got a controversial one. So apparently, um, uh, game creators, uh, there's a game creator suicide after a ledge. Um, what they called a uh, feminist, uh, Zoe Quinn accused him of abuse and shows apparel on Twitter. She pretty much put him on blast and uh, he decided to create, uh, commit suicide. And uh, which kind of got a lot of people up, bro, because uh, she's part of the cancel culture and everything like that. And uh, she's done a lot of telling things, you know, to a lot of people. Um, particularly just to, you know, kind of climb the ladder in the, the gaming world. So uh, she made those allegations and everything to him. And uh, from what we know, the guy, seemed, the game developed, the indie game developer, uh, he seemed like he was already in, like, a depressive type of state anyway because his game that he made um, was kind of like dealing with comp- depression when it uh it's a really pretty. It's a pretty good game, um, but uh, he took his life after that uh, incident. And uh, what do you guys think about um, this going forward? It's a tough subject to even begin to know where to start with all that because it's just such a minefield. You know what I'm saying? Yes. On unlike every side, it's like you can't really. I don't know. It seems like you can't form an opinion one way or the other without pissing off one side or the other. Exactly. And I mean, because obvious, I mean, who's this? You can't. It wasn't true. She does have a history of that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. then with the Me Too culture and everything that's going on, it's, uh, 
and that he had like mental issues that I saw his um, sister put out some tweets. It's almost gotten to the point, man, where it's like I see this stuff happening and I start reading about it and then I just start to like tune it out. Yeah. Almost kind of just become unsurprised to it is the whole problem with the whole thing is like you just start to see it so much that you're like, uh, but I haven't even after that initial little blast, I didn't even follow it all that close. I was like, I don't know. Yeah, it is a very, um, you see stuff like this a lot, you know, lately, um, where, where people, you know, with the allegations and stuff like that, and you're like, man, you know, that my livelihood is ruined, da 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 da, you know. And it for me, you got to kind of look at it with a side eye because it's like, uh, if you got some allegations, wouldn't you go to the police instead of throwing yourself on Twitter talking about what somebody is? Well, I mean, that's that's kind of like, I don't know, man, that's such a weird, not a weird thing, but like, you know, I you're right, I think you should go to the police, you, I think. I think social media is not an appropriate place for that just because there's mm-hmm. a bunch of he said, she said kind of stuff. And it's just, um, we don't really know what happened. Right. So exactly. There was no- I mean, if that's the ultimate case of like, it's just the kind of stuff with like friends in real life. And now you get it blown out with people that you don't even know what the, he said, see shit or he said, see shit, see shit. She said, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not even, I'm not hold even on, hold on. She sells seashells down by the seashore. We're good. Yeah, man. I wish that he I sells, could get down there and buy he some. He sells uh, seashells by the seashore. That's <laughs> See, all of us having problems right now. It's like, and all I'm doing is drinking coffee, man. I haven't even, after yesterday's, um, oh yeah, <laughs> hashtag drunken <laughs> podcast, man. It was, I haven't even. I literally got off of that and like was up for about an hour. Next thing I know, I woke up at eleven thirty-five. I was like, oh no, <laughs> uh, it was a fun podcast, but I lost the rest of the day. I had such such big plans. He was dreaming about the podcast. Trust me, <laughs> man. But. but but yeah, that that, that uh, to get back to them, it's just it's such a thing of like we we're not there, none of us are. We're not in her shoes or his Fact. shoes. We don't know what actually happened. All you have is this. But it, it, there, there's a point when somebody, whether you're innocent or guilty, once somebody makes an allegation like that against you, it's just it's almost impossible to get away from it because even if you're innocent everybody's going to look at you like you're not because with the cancel culture it's it's guilty until proven innocent and you'll never be proven innocent because everyone's going to always assume you're guilty unless that person comes out and blatantly says they lied about it or somebody produces some sort of evidence that they fabricated the story Mm -hmm. and even at that point there's going to be people that don't see that and so it's always going to be a stigma attached to you no matter what so it's almost like it's it's even hard at some points just to stay in your own lane because if you do something and just irritate somebody and do something simple and just get on their nerves about it and they have a little grudge against you, the power's in their hands to basically ruin your life. And I think yeah. at, at at a level that they're at and what he was doing, at, if you already have some sort of like mental illness to even withstand that storm is hard enough, you know? So for him to like kill himself like that, it's just going to be an unfortunate side effect. I think you see more and more of as time goes on. Yeah. Hey, Ronan, you're kind of breaking up a little bit. If you want to come out and come back in, that's fine. We'll, 
We're gonna keep rolling with the yeah, next hey. topic. I'm gonna start with Sergio. This one, but yeah, but before before uh, we go to the next topic, uh, Sergio, no, you got any more thoughts on that? Yeah, well, like Roland said, it is a sticky subject, man. It's just you never know what what someone's going through, and um, the internet is pretty ruthless, you know. Yes. So that's the other caveat to it is that uh, I'm not saying that I would if I was if I was in anyone's shoe, I would rather it be done through the proper channels, right? Because you you never know you never know how someone's gonna take something, you know. So you really don't, to be honest, right? And that's just Just, like it's sad. That's true. You know, so a lot, yeah, a lot of people was in uproar about that, you know. Yeah, because they liked the guy's game and his work, um, what he did. And to see something like that happen, it's just like, what? It's unexpected. Very unexpected. You know. But let's move on. So, time to some, uh, some non-depressing uh <laughs> so uh, apparently, P- apparently, uh, Apex Legends get a PVE mode, which is becoming Apex soon, according to the, these leaks. So there's going to be a PVP player versus environment uh, option. It'll be coming in a battle royale game. Uh, let's see. It's going to be. It looks like it's going to be really cool. Um, I hope they do it right, and, and I hope it's true. <laughs> Yes, you, you know, and there is. They said they got some surprises coming up. Um, some some new information and stuff about um, this season. So um, that could be particularly what they could be talking about. You know, when they start to release some more info, some more reveals. Oh, they have terrible matchmaking, though, man. That's yes, that's definitely. I, I can't stand their matchmaking. Um. I, you know, like you work, you have a job. I have a job, so I can't. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't even get on until like pretty late sometimes. So, you know, right. And then, and then that I'm either trying to catch up in Destiny. Uh, I love Grand Theft Auto, so I'm doing a bunch of stuff that's been released there. And then I still have like this Blair Witch project that I'm playing, and then I got like a bunch of. I'm trying to. I'm trying to like hit everything, so I'm not like left out. And then I got Gears on top of that. Exactly. Um, so it's just um, their PVE stuff, man, and like it's not fair because like I, I'll be in a room and just getting slaughtered because it, there's like a person that has like twenty three thousand kills in there, you know? Like, facts, insane. You think they need that skill, that ranked, um, that ranked matchmaking? Yeah, they they do absolutely one hundred percent. Just because it's like it's not fair. I mean, like I mean, I get it. Whatever you know, not everyone's perfect at these things. But I'll tell you yeah, what, man, I just want to come home. I, and, and I'm trying. Like, Let me get on. Yeah, right. It just makes me not want to play the game, really. To be real. Mm-hmm. And I, really, I actually like Apex. It's pretty fun. I do. I really think I think it's great because it, it's a nice break mm-hmm. from um, having to play 
Um, not play, but it's a nice break from Fortnite. You know? Hey. So, yeah, I think really that's is. great. Yeah. Yeah. And if they have a PvE, that's actually going to bring a lot of people in. If this is true, you know, that will bring a lot of people in to play that. Because I think that would be really cool to have a PvE uh, thing where you're with your teammates and you guys try to figure out these wave-based or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Instead of coming, just going to straight to uh, um, the the competitive battle royale portion of it. So I'm definitely down with that. Uh, let's see. How is um, the Blair Witch game? I know a lot of people it's, have uh, it's, been talking it's about it. It's really, really interesting. Um, um, I'm trying to think of a good way to put it. They have like interactive. It's a lot of it's a lot of cutscenes. Don't get me wrong. So, really. Um, yeah, kind of, man. But the really crazy thing is you have to, like, it kind of reminds me of that new Nintendo Switch game where you have to, like, look at this little compass to see how someone died. Um, you know what I'm talking about? The the Tales of the Wonder one that they showed off? Yeah, the one they showed off. Basically, here in this game, you find, like, an old broken, like, uh, recorder, and then you have to, like, point it at, like, certain objects and you see like what 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 happened in that area so i have kind of that concept man which uh it's kind of cool it's just really slow to start off which is uh, kind of annoying but whatever um is it a walking simulator yeah basically it's a big walking simulator yeah Yeah. like what's that game that's getting ready to come out soon uh was it uh it wasn't Dauntless, was it? Did Ronan come out or did I miss him? Uh I think he's still just trying to fix his connection. Oh, okay. Man, what's that? What was that walk? Was it um that new game today everybody was trying to jump on? And there was a meme about it. With the oh, uh yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. Um, I know what you're talking about, though. Mm, they said that's a walking simulator. Yeah, that's basically what it was, man. The walking simulator. So <laughs> it's all right, though, man. I think it'll get better. Like I said, I need to invest more time. But going back to the whole Apex things, I think the new, the new, um, the new mode will be good because it'll give everyone a break from um, uh, PvP. Um and the really crappy matchmaking because I'm not saying I'm garbage, I'm not saying I'm great, but I'm not bad. I'm not terrible. When I'm in a good room, I you know I, I can get a couple kills in. But if I see the champion squad and everyone got like over ten thousand kills apiece, yeah, I'm hopping off, bro. I'm just Facts. wasting my I'm just wasting my time. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's it, it. That's gonna be a pretty good uh little uh run, you know, for PvE. I loved. It. Well, one thing I really liked is Titanfall Two. I really love Titanfall Two. Is PvP, 
And Isn't I that, love is the that, story. Are they relate? Are they related? The games? Yes. Yep. They're in the same okay. universe. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, I love that game. But we're gonna go on a three second break so we can get Ronan back. Okay. Uh, everybody. So stay tuned. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in here on The Last City Radio. And as a reminder, if you want to become a sponsor on the show, all you got to do is click that right button. From here, you can help this platform grow to new heights, whether it's getting new equipment or paying for special guests. And getting a ticket to PAX East, Guardian Con, or even E3 and interviewing your favorite devs. All right, guys, I appreciate you, and we're going to get back to the show. Yeah, I couldn't figure out a way to get back in. I was <laughs> trying to do I was on like looking at everything. I was like, I think you just have to <laughs> go back out and invite me back in. There should be a way to read back to where it's like a favorite of this podcast. And then like when it says record, it should just rejoin of ones in progress. Honestly. Yeah, I was sending you the invite. I don't know why it was. Yes, just now is the one I got one. Sometimes I think I have to close this app all the way out, right? And then like restart it. Yeah, thanks. Ronin, you're back. Yeah, it's like it won't refresh without me, like, closing it out all the way. Yeah, you got him back, though. I can't wait till they update and let the PC version be more friendly. I think that'll fix a lot of this stuff. Oh, yeah, definitely. They got to get ready to come. That's probably either come the end of this month or October. Can't wait. Yeah, man, it's gonna be great. So, Ronan, I definitely want to get your take on the Apex Legends PVE that's been leaked. Um, what do you think about? Yeah, that? it's looking a little more solid, right? Yeah, man. Then I would definitely um, be more interested in jumping into playing that game. But it's just something, just just like a battle royale. I'm really kind of just like eh, lukewarm on the whole prospect of it because I feel like. I don't know. There's just like, um, correct me if I'm wrong, but just from my perspective with like Apex, it just seems like there's not a whole lot of like reason for me to play it because there's not like a world there for me to get invested in mm-hmm. so much. Uh, you yeah. Know? So, a little background on this Ronan is a hardcore Fortnite player. That's why he's like not on the Apex. Ooh, you are slamming. Yeah. Apex. I mean, and the, the, the depth of like lore and world building that takes place in Fortnite is pretty much incomparable in games these days. I mean, I don't know what other franchise goes as deep and as far as that game does, but yeah, I couldn't see myself jumping off of that. To, I mean, I... Ronnie, you're frauding now. Uh... <laughs> All right, I just figured it. Yeah, but it, it, it'll. If they had like a PVE thing, so somebody who's a big Titanfall fan from back in the day, right? Yeah. Love Titanfall too. One of my one of my favorite games of the last few years. Titanfall two is one um, of my favorite games. One of my favorites, man. I love that game. Right, and so if they could, and with some of the stuff mentioning like summon a Titan, you know, is one of the data mine things in there. Mm-hmm. And if they could, if they if they can come, because I know that they're they're starting from what I've watched on youtube and stuff they're starting to add like more background into the world and more like lore into it you know and stuff like that yeah and uh yeah i mean if it looks like uh what was that mode 
the because it looks a lot like it's going to be like that mode in Titanfall, and I forgot what it's called, but it's the one where you just go in and do kind of like a firefight mode. Um, yeah, I know exactly I what, you're know, about, I know what you're talking about. Though. Right, it wasn't strictly like multiplayer. It was more like, more like PvP multiplayer. It was it was a little bit on the different side, more like a horde mode kind of thing. Yeah, but if it's more if it's more like that, then I'll definitely be psyched to go give it a shot. Mm-hmm. It great. My interest would grow as far as jumping into that because right now I'm like, I guess I could just go and try to be number <laughs> one or number twenty five. I don't know. I don't feel like I'm really, except for just getting cosmetics. I don't feel like I'm really obtaining anything in that game that makes it worth my investment right now. But something like that would definitely, definitely be more interesting than what it is at the moment. Yeah, I just like that. I like the solid gameplay that they have. You know, when it comes to Apex, you know, you got supers. You know, you got. All kind of things you can slide, you can do all kind of stuff that um, Fortnite doesn't really have like that. So it's um, it's a wonderful take. I love when it, when um, Apex first came out, man. I jumped in it just like everybody else did, and it, it was fun, man. Definitely a fun game to to really play, sit down and play. You know, you got yeah, but why out. why didn't you stick with it though? Hmm? Is the thing about those playing. games, right? Because you. Yeah, uh, because matchmaking sucks, yeah. man. That's why. God, there are people that play it professionally, and I get it. Your goal is to be number one. But I was telling um, I was telling P earlier, when I'm playing, and I'm not the best, but I'm not the worst. But you know, if I'm in a decently matched room, based on what my statistics are, I can get, I can do very well. But if I'm in a, if I'm in a room. Where the champion squad, which is like each game you play, has like a group of four people who have like they show their top stats, and that's your champion squad for the for the match. And if each one of them have ten k plus kills on them, ain't no way I'm surviving. Definitely. You know, ain't no way. Yeah. And then people like and, and, it, and that it kind of mm-hmm. throw it throws it off. Yeah, and people like to leave, and it throws it off. And let's say that I'm with a friend that has a really good mm-hmm. kill streak, right? It, and it doesn't like dumb it down. It's like based on. Actually, I don't even know what the hell it's based on because it doesn't mm-hmm. make sense. You just see those guys. Oh, he's the kill leader because he's got all of these kills. And that's and oh, that's yeah. the hardest thing because it's like um, I remember one time my whole team rage quit. It was just me yep. the entire time. I, what's funny is I actually managed to last out and be like the last of three other three groups left, and I I was like I don't even know how I'm surviving right now because I should be dead right. I really should be dead right now. Yeah, I could see it like maybe yeah, being terrible. fun if terrible. like you know we were going in. It's just like a dedicated like group that just went in together and already like knew each other. But just going in and playing with strangers in a game like that, it was kind of like a little wary of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah, it's fun. Like when you, uh, when you, especially when you're talking to people, and you know, you're like, hey, watch out, you know. Some of the lords they play it too, and uh, yeah, but that's it. You know, it is gonna be interesting to see how they implement it. I gotta see a trailer first though, um, so I can assure myself. Okay, this looks really cool. It's giving me that uh, Titanfall two feeling 
All right, guys. So Sony is rumored to be preparing a bid to buy Remedy, making Alan Wake 2 and Control sequel potential PlayStation exclusives. What do you guys think about that? I think I pretty much called that one last time. Mm-hmm. We were talking about this. That was going to be the one they're going to go for if they go for any of them. I think that's the biggest, most high-profile one they could potentially snag with a realistic chance of doing so. Yeah. And plus, Alan Wake, that's kind of like a classic. Oh, Alan Wake is literally one of my favorite 360 games. Mm-hmm. What did you think about that, Ronan? I mean, uh, uh, Sergio? I think it's great because Alan Wake was also uh, released for uh, the Xbox, and I really enjoyed that game. Yeah. You know? So, to, for them to make another one and finally, you know, trying to get Remedy, that's going to be actually cool. You know, a lot of people who haven't got a chance to play uh, Alan Wake and all the old fans who have played Alan Wake before, they're going to jump back in. And they're going to be like, yeah, man, if they're making that, I'm, I'm down. I'm going to be into it. You know, so like Ronan said, he actually kind of seen that coming. And definitely with the control. Yeah, yeah, and it's definitely with their advertising leaning so hard into the Sony side of the thing. Even with them having the biggest install base, it was still like, hmm, just looks like it fits right in. Yeah, definitely. I think it's a, it's a good move for them. Um, that's something they should have if they want to add in uh, another exclusive for them. Definitely try to get certain um, studios and the remedy. Yeah, it's a good one for them to for them to uh, go ahead and take. I'm surprised the Xbox didn't want to get it. Yeah, I think they've pretty much done their acquisitions. They probably got their hands full. Yeah, because Xbox is there. They're 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 capturing other studios as well. You know, so they they got their hands. Like you said, they do got their hands full. Um, they try to capture other studios that they want to have. Um, so, yeah, that's actually a pretty good thing um, to me for them to get out of the way. And then, of course, Control sequel. How did you guys like, did, did anybody see the Control or play it yet? How did you like Control? Yeah, I haven't played it yet, but I am fascinated by the world. It's that game, like the whole vibe and everything they talk about it, and it's just definitely right, right up my alley. So, one of those, I almost picked it up last week because everybody, Amazon, like Target had in-store pickup. Yeah. Like if you bought you it, it and did the in-store pickup, it was only like thirty-eight dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was really tempted, and I was like, yeah, I'll hold off just a little bit longer, just wait for it to be like twenty bucks, and then I'll pick it up. Because, well, they talk about like with the combat stuff getting a little repetitive, and I've had so many different enemy or so few different enemy types in the game mm-hmm. that it's kind of like, yeah, I could see that. You know, with so many games coming out right now, it's like, oh. I want to blow all my game and stash on just this one thing. <laughs> yeah, you like, you like, I, I gotta wait a little bit. I don't want to do it. Can't do it. What's your take on it, Sergio? What you got to add to it, uh, Sergio? Yeah, I, I heard something. I guess he. <laughs> hey. What was that? <laughs> They had to be Sergio. That's like a car door. He must have went to the store or something. Oh, yeah, he did go to the store. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm now. So we're going to keep on trucking. 
so apparently. Um, so, uh, have you ever got a chance to see what Remnant looks like? Um, I've watched a lot of videos on it, but I have not played it. It looks fascinating, it honestly. Does. It really does. I've heard some really good reviews on it. Um, people. I mean, the like character designs are just like I just sat there and like I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on it and just marvel at like the enemy character design and stuff like that because yeah. stuff like that's like really, really big to me in a game. I just love when they nail the like just the look and feel of a world that makes it look unique and cool. And that one definitely has it. I like. I'm a sucker like. Anything that has like some kind of weird tree root branch based enemy in it, and you know, Shadowkeep got me excited because of all the vex with the with the plants and tree oh, branches yeah. and shit. And then I see this game remnant with the branches and, and trees, and I'm like, oh, your brain give me back. Yeah. I'm sweating. I got yeah, it's like it's like I definitely want to play it. It's just another one I haven't pulled the trigger on. Mm-hmm. There's such, you know, uh, there's so many games just get ready to come out, man. It's just like, man, I got to prepare for this. I got to prepare for that. You know, got that Overwatch coming on the Nintendo Switch this month. Yeah. yeah That's Borderlands next week. Borderlands next week. Gears is official next week, right? Yep. See, you got so much stuff this Yeah. Man, Gears official, but if you bought the ultimate pack like you boy, you've been playing hey, it. So give me a review now. on that. That's actually what's going to be my next topic. Give me a review. Um, it, you know what? To be honest, I'm pretty happy with my online experience so far. Uh, today, I haven't run into any problems. Um, horde mode is pretty cool. Um it's it's still like you imagine it from like Gears Four. You still have your fabricator power. You, your enemies are they're more swift. They're, they're pretty glitchy still because I think you know a lot of the a lot of the maps are still coming out. So um, they only have a few maps for like the multiplayer stuff. Um, but overall, I mean, like yeah, the game's mechanics are, are I'm pretty impressed with. Um, especially for a game they allowed to be early release, because normally when I play a game from from Jump, it's been a little glitchy. But they've they've done a really good job. The um, Unreal Engine looks mm-hmm. phenomenal, so the story mode just looks uh, nice. It looks really really nice. Um, so yeah, the game the game is awesome, man. I'm, I'm thoroughly That's impressed good. and satisfied so far. So does the story mode really draw you in this time? And yeah, it really does. And what they did was, man, because I hadn't played Gears in so long. Um, you know, it's been a few years yeah. since Gears 4 came out, right? Yeah, I thought Gears 4 was really good, you know. Um, definitely not my favorite Gears. Gears 2 yeah. is my favorite, man. Gears 2 was the best. Uh, my mom was like, why are you crying? I was like, it's Maria. Time. Maria. <laughs> Uh, but they actually give you like a 10 minute um, backst- uh, refresher from what happened mm-hmm. from Gears 4, which is nice. And it's all animated with the Unreal Engine, so it looks really pretty mm-hmm. while you're watching it. So um, I haven't really dove too far into the story yet, um, just because I've been really just messing with the Horde mode. Me and uh, a couple of uh, right. people I have on Xbox Live have just been like, just going ham on Horde, man, and 
Um, the only thing I don't like is I guess everyone's doing it now. It's like everyone has like a calling card. Um, and there's a lot of um, not yet released items that you can buy, which I still pay to play. I, I hate that stuff, man. Pay to play, man. Dude, that's not good. Pay to play. I got this. No, you just bought that. But you yeah, that. The, yeah, it's kind of like the market, but then, like, to actually unlock it, like, physically yourself, you have to, like, I don't know, you have to, you have to do so much. But that's how the division was, man. I, I love the division, but then there's certain aspects of it that I hated. Division 2 got better, though. Division, division 2 was great, two. man. Um, division 2 was really good. I'm just waiting for that DLC, though. But, you know, overall... Yeah, man. Well, they got that coming out, and they got that new Ghost Recon. Yeah, I've seen seen that, and that looks, man, that game looks really good, man. uh, You can't lie. It looks really good. Have you seen that, Ronan? Yeah, that's right. I don't know. I think so. The new new Ghost Recon trailer that they had um, pulled out. I think the last thing I saw from was like a trailer they might have had like at E3 when they announced it or something, maybe. Yeah, kind of one kind of released through this was like at PAX West, around PAX West. Yeah, PAX West, I was a little preoccupied with a whole bunch of other news that was coming out, so I really only paid attention to one thing. <laughs> PAX West. It was, uh, oh, it just seemed like those dudes were just like, you know who I'm talking about. It just seemed like they were. If anybody paid attention to the news sites and stuff, they were just like overwhelming the news sites with just all the information, the stuff they were just dishing out like left and right. And it was yeah. Like, so I was waiting to see other stuff from PAX West, and for the most part, it was just constant like bunchy this or bunchy that or bunchy this or bunchy that with like a little bit of thing thrown in here or there. And I was like, look at you guys controlling the news cycle. So somehow, no, I totally, uh, totally missed out on that one. Yeah. What's it look uh-huh. like? It looks really good, man. The, the the story that they're trying to tell with it and the, the overall look of the scenery, the gunplay, it looks really good, man. Yeah, because I know uh, Wildlands, it kind of came out and flashed and then kind of died, and then now it looks like Wildlands has actually came, made a pretty strong comeback from what I've seen. Yeah, so. they have. They have, especially, you know, what they're trying to do. Because I remember they were saying they want to make sure they want to have raids and stuff like that, and uh, this new one coming out everybody wants to do raids these days <laughs> it's a trend man it's a trend i just wonder how would yeah, they do it's, it that's a yeah it's a hard thing to like nail you know what i'm saying a good raid experience and get it right especially if you're not a studio that has a lot of experience of putting something like that together yeah definitely especially when the game came to that uh division two raid that first raid it was good. There's a lot of encounters in that, but except it was just harder for the console players, you know, when it came to it. Yeah, man. The 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 NPCs, man, are, are like on yes. steroids, man. It was nuts. Yeah, didn't they say like uh, isn't Borderlands Three supposed to have like a raid type stuff in it? Uh, yes, I think so. Yes, yeah. it is. It's gonna be interesting for that. Definitely gonna be interesting. Um, to see how they're gonna do it. And when it comes to Borderlands, you know, it's of course like like a uh, berated gaming was saying, it's gonna have a type. You know, first first couple of weeks, you know, and it's gonna start to taper off. And then a lot of people yeah, who play gonna... Destiny, they play Borderlands, they play Borderlands, they play Division. 
So you're gonna have people when Shadow Keep comes out. Oh yeah, it's time for me to jump right back to Shadow Keep. I've been waiting so long, so they they go straight back over there. You know when October. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting next week just to see the head-to-head like battle between Gears and Borderlands. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see that. I mean, there's a lot of people like, invested in this Borderlands three, <laughs> and there's a lot of people who's talking about this Gears Five as well. What you think, Sergio? Yeah, I think I'd give the. Hey, hello. Hey, so what you think? Yo, yo, yo. There's gonna be a big battle between the Borderlands three and the Gears Five. Ooh, what you? I don't know, man, because, you know, if you have um, if you have Gamers Pass, they also released the game early for game both Pass Gamers Pass. So I think a lot of the people are getting their, yeah, I think they're getting their fix already, man, with Gears. Um, because I know a lot of people that have just, um, bec- oh, also they have the new, um, they have a new promotion to where you can get two months of Games Pass Ultimate for $2. So I don't see why you wouldn't do that just to Fact. download the game oh, yeah. for two months, right? Especially, if, especially, yeah, if you especially get really if, you, if somebody just wants to like sit there, just enjoy the story and run through the campaign, and you're not too worried about any of the other modes. And even after two months, you might get your fix of the other modes too for a while. Yeah, and I don't think Borderlands and Gears have much competition with each other because you have. People that are borderline people, yeah. and then you have people that are. I do want to get into people. this, uh, get into deeper with this, especially talking about the Game Pass thing. So, uh, shout out to, to the Iron Lords podcast for uh, making this uh, this kind of a uh, trend name for Phil Spencer. They call him Phil Dominus Maximus. <laughs> <laughs> do you think will be? You remember back in I think it was. Couple of months ago, even pre they were people were talking about the partnerships Microsoft and the Switch, partnership with Sony as well. Would you think that Phil wants to have Game Pass for all the systems that I remember? I think he has said that um, before, and I think in one of the articles, and he wants to hopefully have Game Pass for all the systems. Uh, would you think that would be a great? Uh, were you asking about like the game pass? Uh, you broke up a little bit. So, were you basically asking about the game pass, like spreading amongst like all the platforms at some yes. point? Okay. Um. Yeah. I, I I see a hit Nintendo first. I think Sony will be a long ways off, if ever. I don't know if they'd ever do that. I think in order for Sony to accept that on their platform, Microsoft would have to exit the gaming platform. You know, mm-hmm. race and give like you know everybody a cut of the proceeds because if you're just using like an Xbox app on your PlayStation to access Xbox games. I, who knows what I think that's Phil's big vision honestly I think that you know they're definitely clear that they want to become like a media platform more than just a just a X, yeah buy your Xbox and play your games on Xbox I mean, they're still in yeah. that race because it's still it's still relevant to the current moment but I think they would definitely are looking ahead at other ways to become more of a gaming distribution platform than just a console maker 
So I could see it happening at some point in the future. They're just not quite there yet. It would be cool. I wouldn't be against it. I'd love to be able to sit there and fire up my Xbox Live app and play some Gears on my PlayStation, right? In fact. But... Yeah, but you could just buy the um, the machine from Origin that has all <laughs> right. consoles just, into one. I, I could do that, but I don't see it being a likely thing anytime soon. I think Xbox will, will be on PlayStation before I save up a scratch to buy that thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Like you were saying, when it comes to the Switch, uh, I think it it'll probably implement there first. Um, when it comes, because you already can kind of see their partnership in a way. You got Ori, you know, here on the, the Switch, Cuphead, you know, so they already kind of really making that transition. Uh, so it, it's just not, um, it wouldn't be too long when it comes to the Switch. I, I don't I don't think it's going to be that long before. Nah, they're definitely heading that direction. Yeah. And especially, um, you know, they're still in this development for this Nintendo Switch Pro. Um, I don't think we're probably going to start to see something like that until maybe next year, E3, uh, when it comes to it. And uh, like I was discussing with Austin and even Sergio, me, we was talking about this in the Nintendo Day. Um, I definitely want to kind of get into the state of Nintendo um, with this. Uh, so... I don't know if you see it running. Did you get a chance to see the Nintendo Direct? Uh, yeah, I started about 15 minutes late on it before I realized that it was actually on. And I was like, oh, shit. And so I like, I tuned in and saw like the majority of mm-hmm. it, I would say. I think I might have like, missed like, the first like 15 minutes or so, maybe 20 minutes. Yeah. It looked pretty cool, though. I was like, what in the world? I just jumped in and started watching Spawn Waves as he was just live or broadcasting on his channel. And like, there were some surprises in there, man. That, Jedi Outcast was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah, we were talking about I'm all about, like, you know, it's cool getting games from other systems. It's cool getting, like, Ori and all that stuff or whatever on Switch, but I'm actually kind of a little bit more excited about just some of these, you know, people excited about Super Nintendo games. Yeah, that's cool, right? Or this other stuff. Yeah, that's cool, but I kind of am more fascinated by the games from that era right there, like that game or, like, Knights of the Old Republic, you know, just late yeah late 90s early mid 2000s games games that are kind of just starting to like fade out of memory or into that like classic game area i'm yeah i'm all about that i'm just like bring me some of these games these are the kind of things i would love to just sit here on my couch and zone out on a netflix binge and just like take a trip down memory lane on these things yeah especially with the any the snes uh thing that they're adding with all the nostalgia. Oh yeah, yeah, but man, yeah it was a it was a it was a bucket load, dropped, right? Something like that. Yeah, that's a, that that was actually a bucket load of a lot of games that uh that they're dropping, and I look I love the way they that um that Nintendo actually really do their lineups, man. When they're gonna give you something, they're gonna give you a lot of stuff along with. Them. You know, so yeah, they did a much better job of like launching the catalog of Super Nintendo games, and I think than they did with the old Nintendo games. Mm-hmm. But as far as like interesting titles that people actually wanted to play, facts, facts. And I was like, yeah, man, it's gonna be great. But 
uh, definitely getting back to the topic. So, since we all seen it, but I do want to ask um, what caught your eye? What, what was one of the biggest things that caught your eye in watching it, uh, Ronnie? Probably how much I have no desire to dig up seashells in Animal Crossing ever again. <laughs> You're crazy. Man, me and Animal Crossing have a long history that goes way back, man. Back in the uh, in the GameCube days before Animal Crossing even came out, I got in, I applied for it, and got in as like a beta tester before the game ever came out. Mm-hmm. And so they sent me a copy of the game, and they sent me this like special eyes little memory card that you had to use, and you could only use it to play Animal Crossing for the beta. And then after you played for so long, you had to take it and take the take the uh, memory card and like actually mail it back to Nintendo so they could analyze your gameplay. And so I played lots of Animal Crossing in my day all the way back at the beginning. And I was like, whoo, buddy, I don't know about this. And as far as like anything else, I don't know. You got to direct me because I have totally forgotten what was even on that thing. Uh, They got this Trials of Mana. They had uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, Damon X Mana. Yeah, that's part of Okay, I think uh, the Luigi's Mansion thing I was part of it that I missed that I didn't see. But yeah, I'd totally be down for some new Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, they were showing the, the multiplayer like uh, gameplay. It looks like kind of like a horror mode thingy. Right. It looks really cool, man. It definitely looks really cool. Yeah. I love the original Luigi's Mansion, man. I never played the one that was on like what, the DS, I think. Yeah, the 3DS one. Yeah, I never played that one, but I do I do love me some... I like anything with Luigi in it. And it's just one of those games that Nintendo makes that you're only ever going to find on Nintendo system just by the weird, quirky game design of it all. Facts. And then they got a, they got a lot of stuff to that. They also had the Xenoblade Chronicles um, Definitive Edition. There's another one. The remastered of one they pretty much did. Um... They have a Kirby Clash that's available now. It's like uh, it's it's like a way base. So you're fighting all the bosses. You're fighting boss battles right. with your friends and stuff like that. Um, let's see. Of course, they had uh this Trials of Mana. Um, that kind of JRPG game. Uh, they had a lot of stuff, man. They they really they showed off, of course. The Link's Awakening. Yeah, it was just like it was just like one thing after another, right? Yeah, it was man. like of all the choices to make, they chose Devil May Cry two. In fact, <laughs> I was like two. Did you just skip the first one? Because the first one's not on the Switch, right? No, I don't think so. That right? So they just went to two, which people generally didn't like as much as the first or the third, right? So why not go to three? The facts. Uh, I don't know what. All right, I'm back. Um, hey. Yeah, so we were hey. uh, talking about the, um, the state of the, uh, the Nintendo Direct stuff and uh, what his eye and everything like that. Sergio, you had left a little bit. What else heck went right there? For the Nintendo Direct stuff? Yeah. Um,. Honestly, man, just I think everything was pretty great, man. Especially if you're a, I mean, you can be a, you can be a new Nintendo fan, or you can be an old Nintendo fan. There's a little something for everybody, you know. Um, I think we talked about it. The Trials of Mana, 
was the one I was really looking forward to. Yeah, it looks really good, man. Um, it looks really just because, good. like, I, I've been waiting for something besides besides Final Fantasy to kind of catch my eye, and I think that's going to be the JRPG that does. You know, did you ever get a chance to get that uh, the uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses? Oh no, I haven't. Is that is that good? Yeah, man. A lot of people talk about how good it is, man. I played Fire Emblem like a long, long, long time ago on my Game Boy Advance SP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Trust me, man. The, the new ones are really good. They really knock it out of the park. I got the, I think I, I got the uh, Fire Emblem Warriors one. Yeah, I'll, I'll, have to, I'll have to check it out. Luigi's Mansion, man. I've been waiting for that forever, man. I love that. Yeah. Game. I love that damn game. Um, they have a multiplayer mode that's compatible up to eight players on one Switch. Yep. It's pretty cool. It's ridiculous how good it looks, man. It that's gonna be a that's gonna be a big one right there, man. It, it really right, it comes, is. It comes out on Halloween, man. Halloween. Yep. That's gonna be a big one, man. That one, um, of course, the Mario versus Sonic. Uh, That's an always, a, always a classic, man. Always, a classic. always. A classic. Oh yeah, the Olympic yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, man. And I was talking. Yeah, about pretty stoked. I'm watching the trailer right now. Yeah, you see? For the games that are coming out for us to refresh my memory, and it's like actually, I'm kind of excited for the Outer Worlds to come out on it. To be honest. Hmm. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> like, oh, I want to see that. Uh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. I'm always I'm interested because I can't wait for this to come out. Is the Pokemon Sword and Shield? Can't wait for that too. That's Isn't that also? Is that an anime too, or is that just, or is that just a game? What uh, the Sword and Shield? Yeah. Uh, it's the I am I'm not sure. It might be an anime anime soon. You know. Know how they I thought, I, thought I saw something where they were censoring parts of Pokemon or something. Yeah, that it might be. Nice. It might be. Uh, but yeah, man, I can't wait for that game. It's gonna it looks really good. Um, yeah, it's gonna be a fun game to play. You know, especially they got raids in it as well. And that's the first time they ever had that. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. You know me. Everything raiding has raids now. Enthusiast. Yeah. You're going to get raids in Mario Kart one day. (laughs) I wouldn't hate it. That would actually be interesting to see that, though. But we uh, talk about the, uh, also the Damon Damon X uh, Machina game that actually caught my eye to. I mean, to basically seeing all the stuff that we're seeing. You know, it looks like that a lot of people used to clown on the Nintendo Switch for either their graphics or, oh, you know, they still ain't got no AAA titles, though. They don't have the titles. I just get, I get kind of afraid that sometimes that Nintendo is trying to offer more than what it can deliver. And I only say this because there are some games that even even are a Nintendo platform game like Zelda. And though, I mean, I love that game, but that game, if you played it for a couple hours straight, it started to get buggy and slow. I have to reboot my Switch. And if they have platforms like Overwatch coming out, which is a huge, 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 huge online thing, 
You know, I'm just trying to see, like, yeah, I mean, I know they released a new Switch, but still, I, I just think some of these games are meant to stay on the console. Definitely. And you heard they were, they were saying, um, like I said, unless that Pro, you know, is real and then they're, they're in development. Yeah, I that, think that, that would be the only there. reason why I can play it smoothly. You know, whenever that Pro specs that they're going to have for it, new chips, and all that type of stuff for the thing, I think that in turn will be able to, you'll be able to play and they'll be able to tune up the uh, frames as well, you know, on a lot of games. Yeah. Hey guys, unfortunately, I have to cut this short today, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're um, getting we get it close out now. Um, all right. But uh, any last thoughts on that, on the state of Nintendo? Nah, man, I think Nintendo, I mean, for the most part, they're knocking it out of the park with what they're doing. Uh, we'd all love to see some more, like, big Nintendo franchises, but we do have uh, Link to the Past coming out, and it's hard for me to think about any Nintendo games outside of that one right now, because it just looks so cool. <laughs> Facts. True, true, true. Facts. But that is all we got for today, guys. I'm glad you guys joined me back uh, for the Sunday show. And uh, tune in next week, because we got some pretty good... Uh, things to talk about as well and uh i want to try to get some guests in next week for the sunday show and uh just stay we stay tuned and all things good hope everyone have a wonderful sunday and we are out later